If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Krakover, helps people think critically about women's health issues, encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App. And that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. We have so many goals that we would like to accomplish and there's nothing wrong with that. But what's important is... Welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast, empowering nurses to manage stressors so they can intentionally reconnect with their purpose, optimize their wellness, and ultimately show up in the world the way they want to be seen. I'm your host, nurse practitioner, Wendy Garvin-Mayo, your stress solution strategist. In this podcast, you'll receive actionable stress management tips, insightful interviews, and strategies that focus on inspiring you to be your best, do your best, and give your best. With that, let's get started. I see people rebounding from what they went through when, um, you know, COVID first appeared and there was quarantine and there was all this chaos going on. Um, I see a lot of very unhappy nurses. Um, to be honest with you. And the interesting thing is, is that I feel like some recognize their, their stress and unhappiness and some do not because they're so accustomed to operating in that mode that it's not seen. And it shows up in the sense of, um, you know, treating the, the, you know, the new people or the younger nurses in a way that is very, you know, that can be condescending and very negative. And then I see for the new nurses, new grads, as well as, you know, new employees, I see them, um, you know, basically feeling the impact of those types of treatment. Um, A lot of inner conflict, I see. Um, A lot of second guessing as to their role, wherever it is that they came from and doubting that their skill. And a lot of the the thing is with the new grads, that's very interesting is a lot of them are jumping ship quick. Like they, they're quick to say, you know what, I'm not having this. Whereas you have the middle ground that go, well, let me, let me wait and see what happens. And then you have the older, older generation. That's like, I've been here. This is my spot. And I ain't going nowhere (laughs) until I retire. Um, so I, I see a lot of push and pull and um, a, a, a huge part of it, I also believe, is because nurses don't realize the power of their license um, and they oftentimes don't recognize their own strengths and their own values at work, which also will create space to allow a new person to come in and, and magically do their thing in their in their role as well to give everyone space to just be involved in the in their position so i think there's a lot of stress going on overall in the workplace for sure 
Yeah, that's terrible. And, you know, that's one of the reasons I do what I do, helping nurses and healthcare professionals manage stress, because yeah. those older nurses need to recognize, right? I think they it's personal, but this is not about them. They have to really remove themselves and their personal uh, beliefs yeah. about the profession or the person. Because when it comes down to nursing and healthcare, and I'm preaching to the choir, it's about the patient. Correct. It's not about you. You yeah. had your time. Yes. And many times those nurses are, are so stressed. They've been there so long right. that they don't even know their true abilities. They're not even living to their fullest potential. Exactly. And now it comes down to, it comes right, right back to what you and I were discussing about knowing, know your strength. When you know your strength and you know what your values are, if I come in, we're in the same space. You and I are both stress management coaches, but you understand what your niche, what your purpose is, and so do I. And so therefore, we can both be, we can we can work together and Absolutely. get the same thing done. And that's such a huge piece that's missing. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's important for leadership, healthcare leaders to take control of this because you have those individuals who are creating a hostile, stressful environment yeah. which impacts patients, Yes, impacts, you know, new nurses who have dedicated their life to service, who we all know how nursing, nursing school is not a walk in the park <laughs> to, to launch out into the workforce and then have to be treated this way into that hostile environment. So we really need to, as nurse leaders, take the reins and really mitigate this because it's a problem. We already have a shortage in nursing. Correct. Yeah. And this is just adding to it. And, yes. you know, in the United States, I believe it's over 80% of people have work-related stress for already. Sure. Oh, for sure. And we spend so much more of our time at work. You know, those of us that work full time, you spend minimum 40 hours per week, you know, not including however long your commute is. So you spend a lot of time dedicated to work and there's no such thing as perfect, Right. But you should be able to be in a place where majority of the time you're being fed. Not only are you being fed, but that you're able to um, provide as well and give as well. And it's this back and forth thing. And like you said, that results in excellent patient care and excellent patient experience. Yeah. And so I would love to get your thoughts on what can we do? What, what do you think are first steps for... You know, because nurse leaders, healthcare leaders, they're all stressed as well. But I think they need to handle that. But then, you know, they're looking to them, even these new nurses or nurses who are um, the recipients of, you know, horizontal violence or bullying. What What are some things that you think, you know, nurse leaders can do to help mitigate this issue that we all know about? Well, I think being I've been a nurse for it'll be 22 years this year. Um, so I consider myself like in the middle. Um, so I think that in regards to those who have been in this uh, profession longer than me, they need, I feel, and this is my opinion, I feel as though a lot of their unhappiness comes from feeling um, unappreciated. And who wants to feel as though they're not appreciated? And granted, being at a place for 20 plus years, you should be able to feel appreciated. And because that's missing, 
it ends up showing up as, you know, bullying and, or eating their young. And in and, and all due respect, they should be appreciated. There should be retention bonuses. You know, there are recruitment bonuses, and I'm all for that too. <laughs> but you, there should be some incentive for staying. Oftentimes, yes, monetary is good, uh, but maybe it could be something else, you know, what the other else is, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure if that generation would, you know, want to go back to school and get more credentials and all those things, which are wonderful, but they're not for everyone, right? Um, but there should be something. Is it like extra PTO, extra vacation, something to make them feel an appreciation as they ride out into the sunset because that's their intention, right? And then you have the new, you have the new employees or you have the new grads. And so they're all being heavily recruited. And so there's sign-on bonuses and all this stuff, which is great. And but oftentimes that could also be what I also see is those sometimes that hire the bonus, sometimes that's the a serious red flag. And that's the reality. But um in order to recruit those nurses, that's one thing. Um, but again, we go back to retention. How do you make sure that these new hires and new grads, when they come in, that they will stay more than five years? Because they say that now, that the most amount of time to, to be able to stay at a place and really feel like you know, you're getting paid well and that you're treated well is to stay for two to three years. If, if that's going to be the new norm, that's the new norm. But how can we make it so that we have those people, that group, stay for more than five years? So, again, you have to tap into um, looking into incentives in addition to monetary incentives on how to keep our nurses. What is What exactly is it going to take? Is it time off? Everyone's tired. Everyone's burnt out. Could be time, time off. Um scheduling. Um, another big problem is that sense of not having any freedom, not being able to do what it is that you want to do, not being able to take vacation when you want to take vacation. So how can we look at it where, you know, if, if a nurse decides that she wants to work three days, she can work three days and fulfill a certain amount of hours. And then one says, no, I actually, I like five days. Is there a way to be able to make it help to, to make it work? I know it's it's um, so much more in depth. It's not cut and dry. I know that there's so many loopholes and so many other um, things that are involved with it. But um, at the end, on both ends of the spectrum, it's really about like tapping in and trying to find a way to keep everyone. As yeah, well. no, I, I definitely hear your appreciation is, is so key. And I also want nurses to know how much power they have yeah. and, you know, that's one of the reasons I developed the workshop, Workplace Stress, Retain Your Power, because yeah. it can't just only fall on the leaders. Correct. We are very powerful individuals, but I don't think we know how much power we have. Exactly. And if we can take back our power, so when we're stressed, our power is distributed. When we could take back our power and you know, invest in an institution so we can make the shifts, make the changes, advocate for what we want, things will be so much better. Yeah. Because half of the time it's like, well, they never asked me. Well, did you ever tell anyone, right? Yeah. So you, you can initiate these things, but I just feel like sometimes, you know, we get complacent. Yes. 
yeah. into what we're doing, what we like, what we don't like. And it just becomes this routine where no one is trying to take back their power to really make the change. And the, the change starts with us. You Correct. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, there's that coaching piece of being the person who's been there for X amount of time. If I'm there for two years and someone else comes in and they're new, being able to look at each other and realize and see I might see something in you that you're not even fully aware that you have in you, you know, um, a, a gift that you're able to do something that you're able to do. Well, you might not be able to recognize it because you haven't been in that position before. But I say, you know what, Wendy is really good at, you know, delegating and making sure that the that the room runs smoothly. Let me see if I can put her in a position to be in charge or be a clinical coordinator. And you might come and say, I don't know if I'm capable and go, no, I think We'll be able to see. Let's test it out. And giving those new people, new grads, the space to try it out and see, and then to get that awareness for themselves to say, you know what, I did that again, right? That uh, that self-appreciation, that self-recognition, and then me coming in and appreciating them for what it is that they did and acknowledging it. And then what happens when that, when that interaction happens is that person is going to do more because they felt good. One, two, they enjoyed getting the recognition for what they did. We, we got to feed each other. It's like this lack of feeding each other. It's more like what I find. Absolutely. And I think when we're stressed, it's hard for us to do that. Yeah. So these, you know, legacy nurses, I like to call them, who've been there for years, have so much experience, so much to give, but they're so stressed out, they can't even... Yeah. begin to to start to to coach or mentor someone like that's and, not even heard of and not all nurses but many correct nurses. um yes. and that's why i think it's important that we address stress workplace stress so people can really understand their gifts their values be reconnected to why they're doing what they're doing yeah they're why right? yeah but yeah. um it, it's it's very interesting very very interesting and I, I want to kind of shift our conversation a little bit and uh, talk about um, how we met. You and I met. I know. Uh, I like to give everyone the the, the story of, of how we met and how we actually got here, which I think is just so amazing because it's the vision of another nurse, right, who really yeah. put us together. Yeah. And what's crazy, we live in the same state. So um, my, <laughs> I'm like, how, what are the chances? But how I ended up um, in the same, I should say, space or path as Wendy is through Bellevue Integrative Wellness, as I was building my website, I needed to fill space. And I go, oh, there's this section that says blog. And I go, uh, I guess I'll type something up. So I type something up. And then a couple of weeks went by and I go, uh, let me type something up again. And so I just continued to do that. And so I always say this, right? You show up for yourself. But while you're showing up for yourself, there are actually people out there that are watching. They're watching you. And in some ways, you are definitely being um, some type of influence to someone. And so Michelle Rhodes, who is also a nurse, and she owns the Color of Wellness magazine, which is a magazine for African-Americans, and it brings awareness to health disparities within our community. So she sends me a DM on Instagram because I had already set up an Instagram page. And she's like, would you be interested in writing for the magazine? And I go, me? Well, what? And then I go, you know what? Yes. What's the worst that could happen? 
Have you been feeling stressed or overwhelmed in your personal or professional life? I think you should register for the free stress solution series to learn how to craft your personalized stress blueprint. Secure your spot at www.stresssolutionseries.com. And so um, I accepted, and that was 2022, Wendy? Yes, the 2022. I was on this pa- panel of um, other amazing African-American nurses with with just vast background of education, I must say. And we were, uh, we became the executive board and we wrote monthly uh, articles for Color of Wellness magazines that were related to wellness. And that's how I met Wendy, who also happens to live in Connecticut. <laughs> so amazing. So amazing. I think, you know, just the color of wellness movement being the first, the number one, the only that I know of, uh, black magazine by black nurses for black communities and you know how we are just able to come together to widen the impact on individuals yeah. and, and meeting each other. And, you know, I always say this power in numbers, oh, um, yeah. you know, you do stress management, I do stress management. And I mean, there's, a lot of people out here who need who need us, right? So it's not competition; it's collaboration to have a larger impact. But that's amazing. Can you talk about uh, some of the articles that you wrote wrote on some of the topics? So and, you know, it's interesting because when I first started, I was nervous, thinking, "Oh my God, you're gonna write about?" And I go, "Oh my, it's about wellness," and that's wellness is my thing. I could go on for hours about wellness, and so I basically wrote articles that were geared towards. Um, the eight levels of wellness. So they varied from um, nutritional wellness and speaking about what to eat in the springtime, um, environmental, which was geared towards your home and how to prepare your home for spring, how to make your home comfortable. Um, There were a couple mental health um, articles that were about how to decrease your stress and recognizing what stress looks like. There was relationship one that was about friendship and what friendship means. So it was it was such a great uh, experience for me because it really helped me to recognize for myself the things that in regards to wellness and the eight levels of wellness, what my needs were. It was awesome. Or it is awesome. I'm still writing for her. Yes, yes. And we're still we're on the executive executive board together now, yes. which is which is amazing. And can you tell our listeners a little bit about what happened after that? Because we had a conversation and another another huge opportunity opened up for you. Uh, which one? <laughs> uh, writing for um, a healthcare institution. Oh, my goodness. How can I possibly forget? <laughs> so not only that, but it also it also pushed me. I can't believe I almost forgot to say this, but it also pushed me. To write my own digital product, so I wrote two ebooks, right, about recognizing um, recognizing stress, what it looks like, what stress symptoms look like, volume one, and stress ebook volume two, which is once you recognize what your stress symptoms are, how do you manage them? Um, so that was one, and then two, it also gave me the courage to uh, approach my organization and say, hey, because I joined the employee wellness committee, of course, why? Because we do the most, right? (laughs) And I approached them and I said, I noticed that you have a blog on the employee intranet. So do you need a contributor? And they were jumping for joy. I said, they said yes. And I was so happy that I asked because again, 
you never know an answer until you never know an answer to a question until you finally ask. So they allowed that. And so I started January of this year writing monthly articles for our employee wellness site, All Care for Each Other. And so it basically every article aligns to the national health awareness for the month. And so this for the month of April, it was about nutrition in relation to Earth Day. That's so amazing. Awesome. I never would have thought, never would have thought. That's amazing. And, you know, I say it's amazing because all of those opportunities are just ways that you are able to impact the world more. You're, you're able to have just a greater impact. And, you know, us living in Connecticut and us both, you know, focusing on stress management, we definitely need to come together oh, and do sure. something in this state of Connecticut. So um, I'm really excited to work with you or us work together to, to really make, uh, and I'm all about impact. I'm, I'm all about, it doesn't matter. Don't do it if it's not impacting anyone. I agree. Because <laughs> you know, so. we do the most. Right. <laughs> right. But we're right. reason now. Now right. we move within reason and we're able to go, no, 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 not today. Maybe next week. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Well, Darlene, this has been a great conversation. Um, what are your you know, parting words before we get into our rapid fire and wrap up this whole episode? Well, I just want everyone to know, specifically the driven woman, to know that whatever goals it is that you have in your mind, they are totally attainable. And to give yourself grace, allow yourself time to be able to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish and to really pay attention to what your needs are are and to make sure that you're well. Once you know what your needs are, that's what's going to allow you to be well and that it will change constantly because you are also changing. I love it. And how can they get in contact with you if they have questions? Okay. So you can reach me my email, Darlene at BellevueWellness.com. Um, also my website, www.BellevueWellness.com. And I'm also on Instagram and it's at Bellevue underscore integrative underscore wellness. Awesome. 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 Well, let's get into this rapid fire before we let you get out of here. So just let me know your first answer or first thought to the statement or question. Okay. Let's go. Wellness means? Um, knowing what my needs are. I know I'm stressed when? When I want to sleep all the time. My go-to stress management solution is? Dancing music. One thing I learned about myself during the pandemic is? Ooh, um, that I needed discipline and stop procrastinating. If I can go anywhere in the world, I would go to? Um, Thailand. Mm. <laughs> what is something people get wrong about you? Um, believe it or not, that I'm not that serious because I... I have a huge sense of humor and high energy. So when I get serious and I put on my nurse hat, it's kind of like, well, where, where'd she go? <laughs> <laughs> I think that is so funny because, yeah. oh my goodness. Yeah. My family thinks I'm always like serious. I'm always like morphing. Like they're like, it's not that serious. It's not that serious. I'm like, but no, it is. <laughs> people do a double take. They're like, wait, 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 where'd she go? I'm like, oh yeah, no, 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 no. Like, you know, I, I I tend to smile a lot, so it often fools people. Have you been feeling stressed or overwhelmed in your personal or professional life? I think you should register for the free Stress Solution Series to learn how to craft your personalized stress blueprint. 
Secure your spot at www.stresssolutionseries.com. I love that. I love that. If you had one wish to impact this world, what would it be? That people would be able to recognize each other for who they truly are. That is awesome. Take away judgment. That is awesome. Well, Darlene, thank you so much for being here. This was great. And we'll definitely have to have you back and continue the conversation. Yes, please. I look forward to it. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. Before you go, I would love to share a free stress management resource with you. Go to stressblueprint.com and download your free copy of the three questions to ask when you are stressed. Until next time, go out and be your best, do your best, and give your best. If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Krakover, helps people think critically about women's health issues encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App, and that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.